Mommy! Hello, hello, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. I am so honored that you are here today. My name is Jen Messer, and I am a full-time working mom of a two-and-a-half-year-old boy named Ryder, and I have over a decade of experience in the career coaching world. I am excited about today's episode because we're talking all about that big elephant in the room, mom guilt. I know, I know, it can show up in so many different ways, and today I want to talk about how it relates to us as working females, professionals, and really help you kind of flip the script a bit about how powerful being a working mom can be, so that way you don't let that guilt consume you. So this conversation, this topic really kind of stemmed from a trip that I recently took. My my husband hit his president's club trip at work, and it's really only the top seven people in each division get to go every year. So the fact that we got to go was a really big deal. And I was a little nervous about going on the trip about who I would meet there and, you know, would I have anything common with the plus ones? Because obviously all of his coworkers have something in common to talk about, which is work. And it was really interesting because a lot of the wives that were going on the trip were also very similar in their circumstances to me and to us in our relationship and that they were also very successful career-oriented women and they had young kids. So we had a lot to talk about. And meeting those women we all kind of had the same sentiment when it came to talking about our jobs, when it came to talking about our kids. It's like we absolutely love our role as a mother and, you know, that is like number one in our lives and our minds. But we also want to continue to work and feel successful in our careers and our roles outside of as a mother and didn't want to give up the financial stability just because we became a mom and wanted to be able to provide for our families. And honestly, in talking with them, it was interesting because we all kind of felt the same in the fact that working is actually kind of the easiest of our two roles, being a professional and being a mom. And going to work is actually a break from the chaos. (laughs) The the challenge that we all came up with was, you know, it, it's really hard to be the mom because we have so many expectations placed on us. Again, gender stereotypes, but as females out there in the world, you know, we're expected to do things like schedule all the doctor's appointments and pick the kids up from school, take them to school, you know, go pick them up if they're sick and their teacher says that, you know, they're running a fever and you have to go grab them and take them to the doctor. We get the lunches together. We pack the school bags. We make sure they're bathed and the laundry's folded and we're taking care of the house on top of all these other things. But then we have our, our jobs that we have as well and the demands of that, you know, making sure we're hitting project deadlines and we're working with our teams, we're leading people, we're managing teams, we have expectations and responsibilities there. And the environment the environment is really everything. And that can have a lot to do with the amount and level of mom guilt that you feel. So if you're working in a very male-dominated environment or an environment where 
there's a lot of young people or people that don't have kids, they may not understand what you're going through or why you come to work with oatmeal in your hair some days, not realizing it, or why you do have to leave because you get that call from school that your your kid is sick and you need to go pick them up. But at the same time, we get our shit done and we have such a strong work ethic and the consensus was of all the moms that I talked to on that trip and other moms that I've talked to is that becoming a mother has made us more productive and more efficient and stronger in our work. And honestly, I've actually had male leaders within my own company tell me that and would prefer to hire (laughs) or have a working mom on their team because of the fact that we do figure it out. We're extremely good at prioritizing and we're accustomed to working under pressure because we get pressure all the time, especially from our kids. (laughs) We have to get them, you know, fed clothes and out the door on time every single day. And we're responsible for keeping these little tiny humans alive. So if we can do that, we can do pretty much anything. One of the things that I wanted to make this podcast about was figuring out how we can flip the script from ourselves so we can kind of mitigate that mom guilt because let's let's face it, it's always going to be there. You know, we don't want to be missing out on first or feel like someone else is raising our kids. We want to be there for all of the cuteness and feel like we're a part of shaping these little humans' lives. But we're also expected to act as if nothing has changed in our previous life when, in fact, everything has changed because we're constantly trying to keep this helpless, on the verge of self-destruction, tiny little human alive. (laughs) I know my toddler moms feel me right now. So in full transparency, I'm, I'm actually recording this episode uh, re-recording this episode, I should say, after listening to the first round and kind of having an aha moment. When we're talking about mom guilt and being a working mom, we're actually showing our kids that being a mom and having a career is invaluable. And here's why. We're really setting that example for them of grit and helping to break gender stereotypes that it's not just the man that has to work. The woman can work too. And you know what's even better? The woman can be the breadwinner for the family as well. I know many of those. So instilling different values around being an independent and successful human are also what we're teaching them. Like how are they going to be when they grow up and become a part of society? We're, we're also showing them and demonstrating that mommy isn't just mommy. We have other skills. We have other interests. We're contributing to something larger and greater than ourselves. And that's all I can ask for Ryder when he grows up in the future is like, what can he be in this world? What can he contribute and have an impact on in our society? And I think one of the other things from like a day-to-day perspective is it helps really teach them structure because it gives them a routine. You know, we're not just waking up and flying by the seat of our pants. And whether or not you're a working mom or you're a stay-at-home mom, I'm sure you probably have a routine for them as well. But 
when mommy has to be to work by 8 a.m., like we know that we're going to get up, we're going to have breakfast, we're going to brush our teeth, we're going to put on our clothes, we're going to walk the dog, and we're going to get in the car, we're going to go. And, you know, that structure is important to them. They they know what to expect each day. And then the days that we get to, you know, sleep in on Saturdays, wake up and just play all day, it makes it that much more exciting. And then one of the things that I've noticed just in Ryder as of recently is that he's always loved, especially since I've worked from home since the pandemic, but he loves to help mommy work. So he'll like sit on my lap during Zoom meetings, but now he gets out his phone and he calls his quote unquote clients and he tells me that he's busy making money. (laughs) So it's funny because we've always told him, you know, throughout his entire life that mommy and daddy have to work so we can go buy things like ice cream or go to Disney. And I feel like we're instilling that value in him that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Like you have to do something for it. You have to earn it. And I see him doing things now that will set him up for his future to have that sort of work ethic and that value to not expect things to just be handed to him. He already understands at two and a half years old that I have to do something for it. And he may not fully understand the concepts. I'm not saying he does fully understand everything, but at least I feel like he's got a good baseline for how little he is. I think in seeing what we're doing for our children by operating this way and having this sort of mindset, I think it's important for us to figure out ways that we can make our lives easier at home so we can ensure when we do show up to work, we're that more focused, that more efficient, and we're not letting that mom guilt consume us. So I came up with some of my favorite ways to do this, kind of thinking back on my life, on you know other moms that I've talked to and how they keep their sanity throughout the craziness of trying to juggle a career and you know day-to-day life of being a mother. And there were a few things. So I'll just kind of like list them out, talk through them. But I would say first and foremost, most of the working moms that I've talked to work out in some form or fashion, whether that's running, walking, yoga, taking bar classes, lifting weights, doing group fitness classes. And they all had the same things to say about it. It's not just about looking good. Yes, we do want to have our bodies feeling normal after (laughs) popping a human out of them, but it helps to relieve stress and get those endorphins going so that way we are happier. So moving our bodies and taking care of ourselves first. And then having that not only that morning routine, but also a nighttime routine for your kids and then also yourself. Now, I'm not saying you need to go get crazy and start meditating and journaling and working out and doing everything, you know, waking up at 4 a.m. to get all this stuff done, but having kind of a, a structured routine to it. So that way, you know what to expect when you wake up. You you know what to expect when you go to bed. Your kids know what to expect. And it just makes your life a lot easier. And in speaking of making your life a lot easier, I have found that I have my four or five go-to meals that I know how to make in a pinch. They're quick. They're easy. They don't take a ton of time. And my husband now knows how to make every single one of them, so there is no excuse. 
Whichever one of us is wrapping up work first is making dinner. Let your husbands do things and you do not have to be the only one making dinner at night. And you know what? There are some nights where there's just frozen meatballs and frozen vegetables thrown in the microwave and that's okay too. So (laughs) as long as food's getting on the table somehow, even if it's takeout, just have your four or five go-to meals that you can make quickly. But I like to cook at home and I like to eat fresher foods just because I realize like it makes me a happier person and I feel better about like what I'm putting in my body. And also I notice behavior changes in my child as well because he's not being pumped full of different sugars and things like that that are hidden in some other meals. And I would say another thing that's really helped my sanity is having a babysitter help me out. During the week, that kind of 3 to 5.30 time frame, she works anywhere from like 8 to 12 hours a week. And she helps me if I need daycare pickups, if I need the dishes done, if I need laundry folded. I just need someone to play with Ryder while I make dinner, or sometimes she helps him make dinner for me, depending upon what sort of mood he's in. And it just helps my sanity and that kind of transition period where, you know, I may have a late client meeting or I may have an obligation that keeps me later at work. So that way I can ensure that, you know, once I do wrap up my day, my focus is on my kid and I'm there, I'm present, and I'm happy. And that kind of leads into the next thing is being present. So once I wrap up my my workday, there are no phones unless it is for taking pictures and videos of writer's cuteness. I am there. I am present. We may call grandma and grandpa on FaceTime, but other than that, you are not talking to me. You are not going to see me on social media. I'm going to make sure every ounce of time is going to be spent with Ryder so that way I can build those memories and bond with him. And then the other thing I would say is to make sure that you are spending time just taking care of yourself, whether that's scheduling your doctor's appointments, going to get massages, um, getting a blowout in your hair, or even just, you know, doing something that you used to love doing that maybe you've gotten away from. Ten minutes reading a book. Go paint something. For me, like my passion project is this podcast because I needed a creative outlet and it lights me up and it gives me joy. And that transfers over into my home life as well. So the amount of joy that I get from doing something for me that lights me up allows me to be a better mom. And then I would also say make sure you build your community. You know, connect with other mom friends that are at your stage in the parenting game. So that way you know you're not alone and you are not losing your sanity. (laughs) And then communicate with your husband. I will tell you, Jason tells me all the time that I don't let him do enough. I try to do it all myself and I don't need to lean on your husband. Communicate what you want him to do, what you want things to look like, how you want to raise your children. The more you can communicate and be on the same page, the happier you're going to be all around. And then the last thing I would say is don't be afraid to say no to anything that you don't want to do. Work, home, whatever the case is, friends, family. Your time is valuable. You spend it how you see best fit. I have gotten really good about saying no, and I don't feel bad about it, and you shouldn't either because you are busy. You have a lot happening, and it's your time. So remember, you have the power to be the example that you're setting for your children and that mom is a badass and that one day they can be a badass too. 
So I hope you guys found this episode valuable. I hope it resonated with you on some level. And if it did, I would love it, love it, love it if you would share it with another mom friend or maybe someone else who's in need of a little bit of support today. Let's continue to lift each other up and help mitigate some of that mom guilt that I'm sure that you felt at some point today, maybe multiple times today. And let's go ahead and get connected. You can find me on Instagram at Working Mama Podcast or follow my personal page, Jen LG Messer, for some fun family updates. All right, mamas, take care. You are doing a fantastic job and have a great day.